Welcome to the latest episode of the Mint Law Podcast, your sanctuary where high achievers and dental professionals navigate the journey from burnout to brilliance. Today, we're not just sharing insights and stories. We're extending an invitation to something extraordinary, our Mint Julep weekly newsletter. Yeah, imagine this, a weekly pick-me-up delivered directly to your inbox, crafted to leave you feeling refreshed and inspired. The Mint Julep is your moment of refreshment, a virtual oasis in the hustle and bustle of daily life. It's like meeting a go-to friend who always knows just what to say and lift your spirits to fuel your drive. Each edition of The Mint Julep is a blend of inspiration, positivity, and a light-hearted, fun-loving attitude, carefully curated to help you maximize life's little joys. Picture it as your weekly virtual happy hour, a place where you can unwind, reflect, and rejuvenate, all while being part of a community that understands and shares your aspirations. So why wait for the weekend to enjoy a mint julep? Join us and let's celebrate growth, resilience, and the endless pursuit of happiness every week. Subscribe to the Mint Julep weekly newsletter today and let's raise our glasses to living a more inspired, joyful life. Here's to maximizing your life's little joys, one mint julep at a time. Cheers. Welcome to our podcast, where today we're diving into the extraordinary world of Shireen Washington, a visionary who's reshaping the landscape of dental sales. From her early days as a cognitive behavioral therapist to her meteoric rise as a multi-million dollar sales coach, Shireen's creation, the Real Talk selling system, has not just broken records with over $60 million in sales, but fundamentally changed how dental treatments are sold, enabling dentists to close cases on day one paid in full. But Shireen's story continues beyond sales success. With a soul as vibrant as her sales strategies, she merges her passion for dental health with her talent in music, crafting dental-related rap that's as motivational as it is revolutionary, lighting up dental conferences across the globe. Beyond the numbers and the beats, Shireen is on a mission to blend creativity with well-being as well, using her skills as a labyrinth facilitator to guide others in walking, meditation, enriching both their professional and personal lives. Join us as we explore how Shireen's unique blend of sales acumen, musical creativity, and commitment to soulful practices transforms dental sales and inspires sales professionals and high achievers everywhere to find balance and success. Get inspired to become a revenue-generating powerhouse with a touch of creativity and soul. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Mint Door Podcast, where we are just thrilled to bring to you today Shireen Washington. Shireen, thank you so much for being here. And I just have to say, your background rocks. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. It's it's a new addition, something I kind of had going on for the new year. I thought I'm going to do something a little bit different. So thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, we would love to just dive right in to your area of expertise, and it's fun to see uh, you how you progressed, but we're curious how your journey from cognitive behavioral therapy um, shaped who you are with your real talk selling system, and how that turned you into a multi-million dollar sales coach for the dental industry. So maybe take us to your humble beginnings and, and how that led to where you are now. Yeah, though that's always a fun story. Um, I indeed, I, I say I was, but I still am a cognitive behavioral therapist. I've worked uh, more so with adolescents and in foster care for 10 years. Very gratifying work. But prior to me going to grad school, I had always been in sales all my life. So 28 years in the sales game, it was something I was always great at. And I had reached a point as a therapist that I thought, while this is something I love, unfortunately, it's not always financially rewarding. 
And even though I have had tons of student loans, I surprised my husband and said, you know what, I think I want to go back to sales. And he was like, what's wrong with her? It's like, listen, this is what I want to do. And so I worked in different consultative sales arenas. I sold real estate. I sold facelifts. And then my career in dentistry took shape. And I was a top producer at Clear Choice for almost six years. And even when I worked there, and it was an amazing opportunity and experience for me, I always tell people I was a little bit of a disruptor in that they taught me some basics and how to sell their way. But I, I always had my own way of interacting with patients. And unbeknownst to me, I was using Real Talk Selling at that time, and I didn't, I didn't even know it. And I had a way of being able to tap into the mind of patients and really get them to do the vast majority of the talking. That's what patients want. They want to share their story. It's just in dentistry, we don't always create the space to really do it. And I was on, I knew I was onto something because even at a $40,000, $50,000 price point, I was able to get patients in a very non-confrontational way get them to say yes on the same day of the consultation, paid in full. And when it was time for me to transition from clear choice, well, and I'll say time for me to transition, I actually had no choice but to transition because I got sick. I was, uh, unfortunately, I was diagnosed with Lyme disease towards the tail end of uh, my career there. And when you go through an illness such as Lyme disease or anything that can kind of take you out, that can be debilitating to a certain degree, I had to make a decision to really care for myself. And I made that decision and, and, and did a lot of holistic treatment and was able to come out on the other side. And I said, you know what? I was good at selling for a company. I'm an obesity survivor. I had weight loss surgery. It'll be 15 years, uh, actually it'll be 16 years this year. Real Talk Selling came about as my story as a bariatric patient. I started calling around years ago to try to find a bariatric surgeon. And I did what a lot of dental team members do, where that team members, excuse me, I do what a lot of patients do when they call the dentist, they're looking for a doctor. I called around trying to find a bariatric surgeon. And all I heard when I called around was, you need to come in for a consultation. You need to come in for a consultation. To make a long story short, Real Talk Selling came about and I refined my sales process by looking at my story. I was on the phone with a front office coordinator who convinced me to fly all the way a thousand miles to Oklahoma to have weight loss surgery. At the time that I was on the phone with her, I had no idea that was where she was. And she convinced me to hop on a plane, have weight loss surgery. I lost 115 pounds. I, I kept the weight off and I took my story as a bariatric patient my clinical background as a therapist, weaved the two together, created Real Talk Selling, and launched my business after I healed from Lyme disease. And so it, it's one of those things that's a comeback story, right? So you can look at trials and tribulations in your life and you can take it and you can turn lemons into lemonade, as they say. And that's what I did. And so today I train offices all over the world how to close five figure cases on the same day of the consultation in a way that feels good in the soul, where patients feel empowered to say yes, no pushing is required. That is such a cool story. And I, I love the, the, the hero's journey to it. Like you went through some obstacles, some challenges, you had your own, 
you know, dragons to fight, so to speak. And now you're sharing your wisdom with others. And in yeah. a way that I love how you say that in a way that feels good. Because mm-hmm. I think that's really yeah. important in dentistry. I think, I think their dentistry has a real challenge with not wanting to be pushy. Yeah. Well, even just the name selling in my business name. Mm-hmm. Sometimes dentists will, they think, oh, but I'm not in sales. But the reality is every business has a selling component. There's really no way to escape it. It's just how we look at it and how we frame it. We are selling dentistry and we're there to change lives. We're in the business of healing. But if we do it in a way that patients feel that it is more of a collaboration. That's how I, I train is that it, it shouldn't even really feel like, you know, a sterile environment where there's a desk and we got two chairs here. And as the treatment coordinator, I'm sitting on the opposite side. It should really feel like an all hands on deck approach where it's like, okay, you have a challenge. We have a solution. We know that it's an investment but we're here to put pen to paper to make treatment financially comfortable for you. So let, let's figure out a way to make it happen. And, and so I take the fear out of selling. And it's actually one of the first questions I ask to anyone who I train is, you know, real talk, full transparency. Does the word sales scare you? And you'd be surprised at the number of people that are like, yeah, it does. So I've got to do some mindset work before we even jump in to the actual training on the curriculum. And so it's everything that you say is just, I'm sure it's to Laura as well, music to our ears because we feel the same way. We would hate to be thought of as salespeople. So when you can do something and it makes you feel good, it makes the person you're working with feel good. It's just a Mm win-win always round. Now, when we did your introduction, we dropped a little clue that you have a special talent skill of performing rap, Um, specifically some dental-related rap. And we were interested if you could share how your unique blend of creating and performing rap songs contributes to the effectiveness of motivating sales professionals and impacting dental conferences around the globe. Yeah, it's so interesting because I've had people ask me because I was at a I was at the conference, the dental nachos and and grits conference this past weekend, and I did perform before I trained on stage. And people ask like, "Well, Shereen, where did this come from? Like, how long have you been rapping?" And quite honestly, I I I in twenty twenty one, I thought it'd be kind of cool to like write a rap song and perform it. Eh, I'll go ahead and do it, you know. <laughs> and it was one of those things that I just thought. I've been through so much in my life, you know, and I've learned to lean into my edge in life that I'm not afraid to try things. And it it resonated. There, that was the one thing that I that I wasn't really fearful of that I would that people would think what's wrong with her. I just kind of thought the creative juices are flowing. I'm going to write a song. I'm going to have somebody record a video and five songs later people enjoy it. And I think, you know, if I, when I go to an office and I train on site and I can get the doctor to like let his hair down, his or her hair down and during morning huddle, I'm rapping with them and people are dancing. Like it takes the edge off of what we do because we should have fun. 
What we do in dentistry, again, should feel good and we should have fun. And so the songs that I write are mostly about case acceptance and some form of empowerment. I just wrote it. I haven't released it yet. A rap song is called Go and Get It. It's actually for entrepreneurs. An empowerment song about being an entrepreneur and the ebb and flow and the ups and downs we have to go through. And so where it has come from, I I think walking the labyrinth, which is something that's really, I'm really, really passionate about, which is a form of walking meditation has helped to release some of these creative juices because walking meditation helps to open up the right side of your brain, which is the creative side. And when I kind of look back to when I had the desire to start writing music and performing, it was when I was really getting into walking meditation. And so I walk the labyrinth now to break any forms of like, if I'm feeling stuck with something, if I want to get the creative juices flowing, I think I've just opened up the universe to like whatever Shireen is meant to do and however I'm meant to serve this community, the world of dentistry, I'm going to do it. And if people like it, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, you you hinted something there about walking the, la- the labyrinth and walking meditation. And I think that, I think it's really interesting how that has, has opened up your creative side, but you've, you've taken a step further where you are actually a trained facilitator in walking the labyrinth. So, you know, for somebody that's hearing this for the first time, what is that? (laughs) What do you do? How does it work? And what are its benefits? Yeah. So my first introduction to walking meditation or even experiencing the labyrinth was actually when I was going through my battle as a Lyme disease survivor. I was pretty sick at that point. And I was introduced to the labyrinth because it is a sacred tool that can be used for multiple purposes. It can be used as a transformational tool. It can be used for prayer. It's often used to help quiet the mind. So for me, I've tried traditional meditation. I've tried yoga and I've tried sitting and quieting my mind and relaxing. And I, I've, I've, I've struggled with that. For some people, what they call monkey brain, like to sit and to get the brain and the mind to quiet is difficult because for me, I'm thinking like, who's my next coaching call? I got to make this call. I got to do it. And so to sit, just can't do it. When I was introduced to the labyrinth and labyrinths date back 4,000 years, they are, it's a man-made spiritual tool. It's, it looks like a maze. A lot of people think that it's a maze, but unlike a maze, which has multiple entrances and is really meant to confuse you, the labyrinth has one path in and you walk the same path out. And unlike a maze, it's not meant to confuse you. It's actually meant to help you find your way, quiet your mind and open your heart. And so I actually built a labyrinth on my property at my house so that I could walk this labyrinth every day. I start my day with it. So I'm I'm spiritual. I pray in the morning. I have a 14 foot labyrinth in my backyard and it's really a way for me to just kind of like start my day and to get focused on my intention for the day. And it's really easy to walk. In fact, if anyone's watching this and you're interested in learning about walking meditation, if you cannot meditate in the traditional sense, 
You can go to the Labyrinth Locator website. It's labyrinthlocator.org. And it's a directory that will show you and tell you all the labyrinths that are all over the world. And the best part about walking the labyrinth is that it's typically free. And you can put in a zip code, city, state, country, and it'll tell you the closest labyrinth to you. And you can go to that labyrinth and experience what it's like to walk in to release whatever isn't serving you. You walk to the center of the labyrinth. For some people, they pray, they have solitude, they have moments of silence. And then when you're done in the center, you walk the the same way you came in, you walk it out. It is truly transformational. And I hosted two labyrinth walks within the past two weeks. And the feedback that I got, I mean, you're talking grown men getting very emotional, crying. And I had several people, they experienced, they'd had some folks that had passed over in their lives, had crossed over to the other side. They were able to experience feeling free and at rest and at peace with who had crossed over. It can be used for so many things. And so if you can't tell, I'm extremely powerful, passionate about it. I'm actually getting my advanced level certification at the end of this month so I can start training folks on being labyrinth facilitators if it's a passion of theirs. So, yeah. That is really fabulous. And and I bet like with the, the high pressure world of dentistry, this really just is a nice piece to 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 diffuse some of that high pressure to, or to center yourself before a high pressure day. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, I just purchased a second, a portable canvas labyrinth that when I go to offices to train, I can take it with me. And I'm going to incorporate a labyrinth walk for the whole team as the last activity before I leave. So we'll train hard. We'll learn how to close cases. We'll have fun. We'll laugh. We'll cry together. And then at the end, I think it's going to be like the icing on the cake to really reunite the team, have a great team experience and allow people to release and let go of anything that isn't serving them so they can truly step into their power to serve their patients powerfully. Yeah. That's beautiful. What What a unique gift to bring to your clients. And I'm curious, like doing this, do you ever, you know, what are, what are the initial reactions? Do you, are you met with some skepticism that then that melts away as people walk the labyrinth? There's always a little like what they call woo-woo. There's some people that are get a little like, you know, what is this? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think there are more people who are, they're really curious about it because I'm so passionate about it. And I think when you and your heart are passionate about something, that curiosity is pretty real and authentic. And if if you know me as a person, I think that helps. So if if you know, because I'm into kind of different things, I've always been one of these people that I'm I'm not afraid to try different things that might be considered a bit unconventional. But I think that people at first are like, wow, well, if if it helps Shireen heal from Lyme disease, if it's helping her to unleash creative juices. If she's built one on her property, if she's got trained on it, then there's a tremendous amount of validity and passion there. So it it can't hurt for me to at least be open-minded to hearing about it. And I had someone record a testimonial for me and sent it to me over the weekend who walked the labyrinth ceremony that I did on Saturday. And in his testimonial, he said, I had heard Shireen talk about the labyrinth so many times. And when I walked it, 
before coming to the event, I wasn't sure what it was, but I trusted Shireen because of her passion. Mm-hmm. And, and before I, I facilitate a walk, I always explain what it is and how to go about walking it. And when you walk the labyrinth, there's always one, you know, sort of brave soul that's the first to walk in. And I welcome everyone in and I'm the last to walk in. And the walks that I've done, what's amazing is it's it's always optional for people to leave after they are done walking it themselves. You don't have to stay. All the walks that I've done, everyone has waited until I'm done. And it's so powerful because, and you feel the energy of everyone as you're walking, that it creates this unbelievable feeling of unity and love that it's like, I'm the captain. No one wants to leave me, you know? And so when I'm done and I'm the last person walking to see everybody standing, waiting for me, like it brings tears to my eyes. Like even as I'm talking about it, I get really emotional thinking about it. That's so cool. I think the mint door next time we we go somewhere, we need to look for a labyrinth on a labyrinth locator. So Laura and I, next time we go somewhere, we'll find a labyrinth. What are your sort of top tips for maybe beginners of labyrinth walking? If Laura and I find a labyrinth, how do we go about doing this on our own? What, how can we experience that? Yes. All right. Top tips is know that you can't get lost. Because I think when you see a labyrinth, and they're made of different materials, there's some labyrinths that are made out of stone. They're all man-made. Some are made out of stone. Some are made out of shrubbery, flowers, wood, all different materials. And when you stand back and you look at this, it's it's like an archetypal tool. You think, oh my goodness, this is really confusing. And the best piece of advice is go in with zero expectations. Don't think that you're going to walk out of this feeling a certain kind of way. Relax, do your best to quiet your mind, pay attention to your breath and follow the path. You will not get lost. It's always nice to go in with, like you can go in with an intention. So the walk I did this past weekend, we I had some disappearing paper and I had a bowl of water at the entrance of the labyrinth. And before we walked in, I told everyone to write down one thing that they wanted to let go of. And before they walked into the labyrinth, they put the piece of disappearing paper into the water and it disappeared. And as everyone walked in, they left that behind. No one got lost. When you walk in, you can have your hands clasped this way. You can have your hands to the side. You can have your hands open. Just follow the natural pace that your body wants you to walk. What happens on the labyrinth is typically a metaphor for what might be happening in your life. So if you do think you're lost, it could mean that you're lost or confused about something in your life. When you reach the center, spend as much time as you want to in the center. You can pray. You can not pray at all. You can have a moment of silence. When you feel complete, walk the way out and leave whatever behind on your way out. And that's it. It's There's no rules, really. Just experience the experience. I'm, I'm so, I've never heard of this until today. And yet now I'm just, I want to go find, I'm going to be on that website, finding a, <laughs> finding a labyrinth. Oh, yes. And they're found, I mean, you can find them everywhere. You can find them at parks, you can find them at hospitals, you can find them at universities. There's some people that have canvas labyrinths. I walked a, I went to France this past September as a pilgrim. I went on a pilgrimage to Chartres Cathedral 
to walk the most famous labyrinth in the world. It was built in 1200. And this is a labyrinth that people had been healed on in the past. And so at the time that I went in September, when I tell you this was the most powerful, I felt like I was in a movie because it was beautifully lit. It was in the evening inside and they had a live orchestra singing in French. And I was like, am I really like, is this really happening right now? <laughs> right? So I, the topography of the land in, 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 in Chart, France, you know, the cobblestone streets. And I, one of the things Lyme disease has done to me is it wreaked habit on my joints. And so I've needed to get my hip replaced for years. So I was in so much pain. I get up to the labyrinth and I was using a cane. In my left ear, I heard a voice, Shireen, put the cane down. You don't need it. I got you here. No joke. I heard this voice. I got out of the line. I was supposed to go in and people are looking at me like, what is Shireen doing? I put the cane down, walked into the labyrinth in complete agonizing pain, got to the center of the labyrinth. I had an emotional rush. I was very emotional. Walked the same path out. No pain. I have had zero pain since September. I no longer need a hip replacement. And I've heard people say that they've been healed before and always thought, eh, whatever. But I will tell you, I experienced healing walking that labyrinth in France. And so miracles can occur. And it's not to say it's going to happen to everybody, but it happened to me. It happened to me. So, yeah, it's it's just an amazing experience. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. Mm. And I think, you know, when you say, you know, miracles, like, I think there's so many different miracles, like, you know, and sometimes we, we don't open our, our eyes to what those, you know, like, like that's an obvious miracle, right? But yes. there's so many that are more subtle. Yes. Yes. And, and I, I believe, you know, if you listen, you have to be willing to listen for it, right? You know, you have to be able to you know, listen, because we sometimes we don't want to believe or, or you know, spiritually, we, we may not necessarily be in a place to be open to hearing. But, but I, I'm very intuitive and I'm very in tune with that. So this might be borderline woo-woo for some people that you're going to have to ride this wave with me. I just believe when you're, you're confident within yourself and your higher power, whoever, the divine, whoever, I'm in a really good place with that. And, and, and I'm a believer. Years ago, I probably wouldn't have been, but I'm, I have a testimony, so I, I'm I'm happy to share it. That's just so. There's just so much and so many facets to who you are, mm-hmm. and the things that you're doing. And to bring it back to you know where we started our conversation off about you know we were talking about dentistry, but we've gone on an <laughs> amazing journey today, and I, I've loved this conversation. But you have a new coaching course for people at the moment, which is case acceptance for the whole team. Yeah. So could you share with us a little bit about that and what it involves? Yeah. So I can help dentists in a number of different ways. I have some clients, they want me to come to them and train them on site. And then I have some clients that are like, nope, Shireen, I I don't think we need you on site, but we love the option of having a course curriculum, an online course or a custom branded online university. 
and the ability to work with you virtually where you can coach me live. And I've created eight online courses. The course that I am offering right now, I think is my absolute favorite. And for several reasons, it's called the Rapid Revenue Accelerator. And the reason why this one is is probably my favorite course is because I designed this for the entire team to embrace case acceptance. So even if a dental assistant or a hygienist or even someone who might be a scheduling coordinator doesn't necessarily have robust financial conversations with the patient, it's very important that the entire team be in alignment and at least know what is involved and who is involved to be able to close cases. And so I'm a DISC certified trainer. So I'm really huge on training everyone in the office to understand how to speak a patient's love language. You should know if you're talking to a dominant or an influencer or a steadiness or a conscientious patient. And in this course, I break it down in very easy micro content because I know it's hard for people to pay attention, but there's 14 training modules. The whole team is invited to participate. I also offer included in this course implementation slash accountability sessions. So even though it's self-paced, you have me along with you throughout this journey. And I created it because I was tired of dentists calling me and saying, Shireen, you know, I'm upset because I have somebody that I wanted to train, but they're gone now. Or someone just submitted their notice and, you know, now I've got this course and I got to hire someone. So now there's no excuses. Everyone should be well-versed and trained so that if someone, God forbid, does leave, the train can keep moving and dentists are not going to feel stuck and and making sure that their offices run like a, a machine, which is what this course is designed to do. So you can close cases in 90 days with this course. Sounds like a great course. And I love the flexibility of it that you provide, because I think you bring up a really good point that, that, you know, we do, we, we invest in our teams and do a training. And then if a team member leaves, we're like, oh, that, that person that is that piece, that cog in the wheel of that training is now, is now new and doesn't, isn't up to speed. So what a, what a smart and resourceful way to, to just, like you say, keep things going. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I want dentists to feel empowered Mm -hmm. to also close their own cases. If they, if they want to do it, they don't have to. I mean, I know there's some dentists, they much prefer to stick with just presenting treatment options and not necessarily having financial conversations. But once they learn real talk selling and see that it is, it's, it's non-confrontational, and they feel empowered to be able to have financial conversations. I've had a lot of dentists like, you know what? If someone leaves and I have to have financial conversations now, I'm prepared to do it, mm-hmm. you know? And and so everyone wins in that case, you know? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. Well, and the other piece of that is you just never know when you might get the opportunity to have that conversation. And so it is good to have everyone to have those skills and that knowledge. And because you just never know, you don't want to like, if a patient... It, willingly goes into a conversation like that. You don't want to be like, oh, wait, just a minute. Let me get so-and-so because, right? That just kind of ruins the flow. Oh, I I agree with you. In fact, I believe some patients actually feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. perhaps talking to the practice owner because they're the ones that are presenting the different different treatment options. So it might be a nicer, depending on the personality of the dentist, but it might be a smoother transition if the dentist is confident to be able to not only tell you the treatment options, but then roll right into telling you how much it is with ease. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Very cool. Well, this has been just amazing. I am so excited that you have shared all the different facets of your talents with us today. And I know our listeners are super curious to get to know you better. So what is the best way that they could find you if they want to they want to explore the world of Shireen? Yeah. So if you're interested in learning more, and there's never any pressure on my end. In fact, I always give tremendous value to anyone who schedules a strategy session with me. You always walk away with tremendous insights. The easiest thing to do is to go to my website, which is realtalkselling.com, www.realtalkselling.com. And you can schedule a complimentary strategy session and we can uh, take a deep dive into the needs of your practice and your goals and discuss what's possible. That's wonderful. And you can see Real Talk Selling right behind Shireen. And we will also put the, the website in our show notes. So don't don't worry, you'll be able to link it there. But um, you also have an ebook. Is that on your website as well? It is. It is. So once you log on to my website, it, it's it's an annoying thing. It pops up on your on. <laughs> so you go to my website and you can get some unbelievable tips on case acceptance into your information and it'll be sent to you automatically. Yeah. And then also what I'd, I'd love to offer anyone that's any of your listeners Um, I would love to include uh, two callback trackers, complimentary. These are resources that are in my course. Mm -hmm. So if they reference that they heard this um, when they scheduled their appointment, I will include two callback trackers, one tracker that I use that helped me to close $36 million in treatment. So if you have unconverted treatment, this tracker is going to tell you exactly how you need to document any of those leads that don't move forward, as well as a move up tracker for your front desk. I would love to give that to your listeners as well. No purchase there. I just want to give value to whoever's listening. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. Wow. You're super gracious. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, well, um, listeners, I know that I found encouragement today. I'm sure Karen, you did too. hundred percent. Uh, can't wait to get on to labyrinthlocator.org <laughs> and, uh, find out more about that. But, um, Thank you so much, Shereen, for spending some time with us and for um, just sharing all of your gifts with with the world in dentistry and beyond. Um, I'm sure that you have a positive ripple effect uh, with people beyond dentistry. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Awesome. All right. Well, we adore you, our listeners, and hope you found some encouragement. We'll see you on the next episode of the Mint Door Podcast. Bye. Bye. 